0: Welcome, Adventurers, to the Nerd Mantle Podcast. Today we're going to do something a little different, and we're going to catch up with the hosts. Ben, Ryan. What do you want? What do you want? I mean, I don't know. We've been on some pretty cool adventures lately. I just wanted to talk about it a little bit.
1: More lucky adventures.
0: <laughs> so, well... All right, so we don't really have a direction for this podcast episode as much, but we've been getting up to a lot of stuff and doing a lot of nerdy things that we haven't really been able to post about. Um, I'm going to jump right into it just because it's the thing we most recently did. And um, we finished an anime movie series. Well, Ben and I finished it finally. Uh, Ryan's going to finish the last one soon. Uh, We've mentioned it before, the Monogatari series in general, but I'm talking about Kizu Monogatari um Teketsu is the first one
1: and that's where you guys will want to start and it's phenomenal it's just phenomenal how about like really really weird
0: it's very uncomfortable at times and i think it's all intentional based on what shaft is trying to pull off My, uh, uh, oh,
1: i continue.
2: really like the artwork no no i was just gonna say i really like the artwork it really catches you and it really pulls you in and i think that alone is worth uh just the visuals alone is worth watching it.
1: That's what I was actually gonna say. Was like, the art style is so strange that the way they, the the way they draw everything just can sometimes make you feel certain ways, even though there's nothing important going on in the scene.
0: Yeah, and they do a really good job of like capturing emotion based on the background. Um, sometimes, like the music alone. Uh, really sets the scene to how the emotion is actually supposed to feel and they're like larger than life like everything is well done well drawn crisp but the backgrounds are huge and the characters are usually the only ones in the scene like there's not other um, like people in the background or like life that you really see besides the thing that they're trying to get you to focus on so it's a big space that your eye is drawn to the center of attention, like focal point while in this massive background.
1: Yeah. You it's like almost never see more than three characters on screen at a time. There's like, even in public, there's never anybody in the background. Cause they want you to focus on the story and what's going on.
0: Yeah. And what's the, um, you mentioned something about the outlines of how they do their characters, which I don't really um, remember. Can you recall So the me? thing I
1: noticed is like their outlines compared to a lot of animes I've seen don't, they don't use black. They use like complementary not complementary colors, but like if they have like a brown jacket on, it will be like a dark brown. So almost make them look, they make them pop more. And like it makes it more, have like a more realistic feel to it. Yeah, it, the characters, like,
0: almost stand out against the background sometimes, like in a video game. Like, It's just, it's it's interesting. And we're going to put the um, trailer link the, for that in the show notes, the, uh, so you guys take a look. At the thing
1: that I noticed, like, with other animes, too, is usually the characters have a thick outline that's black, and then the backgrounds will have thin outlines, and this, it makes them pop more because they're not using black outlines at all. You have know, these very uh, detailed painted backgrounds. It's different. It def- definitely feels different from the show because in a movie, there's more time to like put in animation and not have to release it every week and all that other nonsense. But it looks incredible.
0: In general, it's a higher quality for certain animation um, style, for their animation style in general. I think that when it comes to, like, Bake Monogatari, which is later on in the series, um, which, in my opinion, thus far is the best, uh, it like that is really where they shine, in those episodic style of format where they're doing 26 episodes or whatever it is. But the movies themselves are just incredible. They're only about an hour long, give or take. Um, and there's three of them. The third one was released at the beginning of this year. Even though it was dated for last year, I couldn't find it anywhere until this year so i'm not sure if that was also best thing
1: ever if you use kiss anime they have a garbage sub that we've refused to use
0: all right well listen the garbage bad sub is by far the best sub but it's really not don't use it please don't so all right big man
2: As far as that, or where do you want me to go here? we got talk so much stuff to talk me about. this uh me stuff up. I've been doing. All right. What have been doing right. like? uh, nerd note. Let's see. All right. We've got a lot of stuff going on lately. For the topic of shows and stuff like that, though, some kind of like, uh, I guess I want to bring up The Terror. I don't know if you guys have uh, noticed that at all, if it's hit your radar at all. I really haven't talked to you guys about it. So this, I feel like this is the perfect opportunity. So, the I Terror is a new show on AMC. It is directed by Ridley Scott, and it is. I, I'm only a few episodes in, and it, I'm extremely hooked. It is a kind of like a dark thriller type type genre. I want to say it builds a lot of tension, a lot of suspense, like a lot of uh, a lot of atmosphere into it, and it is all about uh, a couple of ships from England trying to break their way through the Arctic, thinking they can basically reach India by getting through the Arctic Circle. And it's all based on a true story. It's, it's very dark. It's almost otherworldly, otherworldly, and you can't even fathom what some of these people had to have gone through, exploring, even just breaking into the ice and having people go out and break in front. They're using dynamite and everything else to crack through the ice to get their ships through and traveling out here in the middle of these ice flows and then for stuck at years and for years out there. And basically, so like yeah, the second episode in, I don't want to ruin anything, no spoilers or anything, but uh, the terror, this, thing, you know, this is where it gets a little crazy now, is like they they start getting hunted. And you don't know if it's polar bear, you don't know what it is. All you know is it's, you know, it's going after them. But it is, if you're into horror, you're into anything like that, any kind of suspense type thing, this show is incredible. And if you know anything about Ridley Scott, then you know it's definitely worth your time to check it out.
0: I'm definitely going to have to check that out. I currently just got sucked into Into the Badlands. Um, I was coming off of, after Kizu, I finished Children of the Whales as well. But uh, Into the Badlands has sucked me in. I'm like five or six episodes in now, and it's really good so far. It's got like just enough of that like David Carradine... Like cheesy, Hattori Hanzo, like combat.
2: Yeah, combat I like day. it. As, it's it's a little over the top, but that's but just enough. I, it pulls it all together though with just enough serious and just enough kind of like it's it, it pulls it together really well. I, I don't know how to really describe it other than that because the cheesiness factor of it is outweighed by the the serious actual. Actual things that are happening in the show, it just doesn't match. It's almost like a kill bill, almost to a degree, but like a little less, you know what I mean? It's not crazy as kill bill, but the well, series, is there, people are dying, and this is a real situation, you know? It's real special
0: fun. effects, like, are more like indicative of like almost 80s stuff with like the way they use the ropes, and it reminds me a lot of um, like that. Well, what's ben, What's Which that one? gently movie? <laughs> There's a lot, oh god, so you think the what? one where he's. You think the almost where, like uh, that? I know that's a bad uh, question. Really? Okay, so better yet, one where he is, um, he has hero? to kill the Emperor. I don't want to give anything away, but Hero, like the ropes in that movie are like absolutely ridiculous, but amazing. And like this reminds me of that, but to a better degree, it like, just ties it in a little it's
1: bit. Like
2: a, it's like a less, you know, it's like a less uh, crazy crouching tiger, hidden dragon, got, or whatever. Or, what does it say? I got two things it's to like, say. One.
1: one about into the badlands into the badlands for me is really enjoyable. Cause it gives me the reminder of like old school Kung Fu a little bit. And I love Kung Fu movies. I've probably watched every single one that's on Netflix. It's a oh, problem hero. Just so I can talk about it for two seconds. <laughs> the use of color in that movie is so incredible. It's so well done. Sorry. I got a little, I got a little emotional there. <laughs> No, you're making me I am not gonna
2: lie to you, Ben. You're making me want to watch, Hero, want to watch this weekend? Hero. I'm not gonna lie. It's to a lie. really good I am down to watch Hero this weekend.
0: I mean, we already said we were gonna watch Chrono Crusade this weekend, but that's
2: okay. We can do both. <laughs> we have to do both.
1: It's just a, it's got, a really I good
2: use of color. I don't know if Zach's ready for the field roller coaster <laughs> that is Chrono Crusade. Yeah, I mean I really so, don't so,
1: know. so far he's probably gonna have to watch <laughs> the first four episodes again, even though they're slow as hell. But like Oh man, Zach, you're in for some trouble,
2: dude. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you, you, I'm sorry, but as soon as like, as soon as that line hits, as soon as he drops that line, you know, you so beneath me, you have not even a name. As soon as you like, come on.
0: All right. So oh. this is this is going to be similar to when we were telling our buddy earlier, and this is we will gonna tell you right now. Next ten seconds, one Naruto spoiler. He loves Jiraiya, and we, me and Ryan look at
1: him and go, Oh, don't watch Sheep anymore. Yeah, dude. <laughs> okay, spoiler over. You, <laughs> can, you can't even call it a spoiler. That's like fucking
2: six years ago. Hold on, no, hold on. Another. If Naruto's no shipping in 10 second spoiler recap, hold on. If everybody's listening, you need to go away. Not only did he love Jiraiya, but he also loved Neji. All right, all I'm saying <laughs> You guys are just going all watch out shipping right here. here.
1: Can't even call it's been but out anyway,
0: for like 10 just years. It back, like, come on. All right, what well, I don't know, dude. Listen.
2: Hey, spoilers spoilers. We're all about getting people into
0: it, different man. things here. You don't
2: want to ruin anything for anybody, especially because think about the first time that you saw that you happen. That was sad as hell, dude.
0: <laughs> oh. All right. oh. So one thing I don't want to like, brush under the rug here is we I think we mentioned Children of the Whales and how we were just checking it out at that point.
2: Yeah, you did. You brought it up a little bit in the past, but um I finished
0: it I'm and it is so good. Like I'm really looking forward to season 2. I, I like the way that Netflix it. I like the way that Netflix has ended a lot of their shows. Um, like I found Fate to be good but not in the way you would normally think about a fate series and like same thing with Be the Beginning. Like they're leaving some stuff Open to a second season, and I look forward to seeing what they come up with. Like Children it, of the Whales, is did we fantastic. bring up
2: at all? Do people know that we're going to see the Fate movie?
0: Oh, I forgot about that. I bought tickets for that. I hope that's not the same day as the concert tickets we just bought.
2: Oh, I think, yeah. it, I think yeah, we it have is. to check. That. Oh, that'd be terrible. <laughs> I hope.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Fate is actually coming we, out of the maybe... movie guys. It's a one <laughs> weekend, it's a one weekend movie event. Uh, we'll have to get the dates for those for you guys. But basically, it's going to be in select theaters. Um, I looked ours up, and we only had like four theaters in the state. So,
2: all I'm saying is it's going to be a real busy summer. We got a lot of fun planned. Ben, I don't know if you know, but October, Nine Inch Nails. Just throw okay, that out yeah, there. I need Keep you to uh, speak up real quick. Say it again. Whisper it to me in my ear. Arouse me some more. Ben, I disagree. Yeah. I just really want you to know that in October... Oh, baby! Nine Inch Nails.
0: Alright, so since now we got we got into music a little bit, we did go to a really sick concert lately. <laughs> uh, recently, rather. And um, if you guys haven't figured it out yet, we pretty much get into everything. We don't really discriminate from one type, genre of game or whatever, because it's more fun when you're messing around in a lot of Actually, I'm going to take my friend's favorite analogy. It's really great when you have all your fingers and all <laughs> the eyes. That's what I'm trying to say.
2: Hey, man, we are the nerd mantle, okay? We encompass everything that is nerd. And I'm sorry, but nerding out on anything, it doesn't matter what it is, sports, music, games, tabletop. It does not matter. Cards, whatever it is, whatever you like to nerd out on, that that fits out as nerd now, man. I'm okay with that. So
1: I'm just going to jump into it because it, it was my first time. Um, I've never gone to a hip-hop concert before, and we went to see Flatbush Zombies, which is so far my favorite hip-hop artist at the moment, and wow, I've never had more fun at a show ever in my life.
0: Yeah, so just to give people a background... Um, and I'm sorry, um, Ryan. Just want to give people an idea. Who no, they're. no, do your thing, dude. They're, I'm kidding. Flapper Zombies is a rap group from New York, and they are from the Flatbush area of Brooklyn. Um, they were actually all friends in high school, and they started making music together. And it really shows in their performances. They're very, very well um, versed in each other's like m- emotion and feeling. They're also part of a movement called the Beast Coast Movement, which in- encompasses a lot of other artists, including, like, Pro Era, which is, you know, itself a th- collective of 13 artists, I, I believe. Um,
2: but not to, they're uh, phenomenal. Yeah, not, phenomenal to cut, not to cut you off, I let you finish, but um, I, I think he said it best, man. It the architect, getting him up there and just saying he gets to do the thing that he loves the most with his best friends.
0: Exactly. And that's what I like about their music is it's not the music that necessarily you want to hear. It's the music that they want to make. And I like that about the art. Like I like that about them. Like nothing's worse than having an artist that makes what's going to sell versus what he truly, truly wants to do. And they really push their craft like they've really worked their craft and honed it. And their new album, Vacation in Hell, which came out in April, is phenomenal. I've listened to it probably 30 times, honestly. Uh, It's fantastic. And it's a really good work where they took a lot of risk in making it. And I think they did a good job. But the show itself was insane. They bring so much energy. They're stage diving. uh, It's insane, man. I mean, it's nothing. It was even better than it was at Boston Calling because it was a smaller venue. They, uh... Oh, you go first. I'll go.
2: It's No, no. All right. I guess sorry about that. I didn't see the hand, but I I just want to put out it's not just a great hip hop or rap group. Each one of them has a message. I mean, the, the group as a whole has a message. They all have messages and everything about them is really uplifting. It's not just good music. It all has a meaning. Everything that they do, everything that they're putting into everything they do is all about trying to get a message across to you and it's all about what you take out of it. So I can't recommend them enough because I think that alone is key in, in any music artist. I'm just
1: going to scratch what I was going to say and just go off what you were saying because honestly, that was probably the reason why I enjoyed the show so much is where you see a lot of artists, they end up going on stage to make money and like it never really feels like they're trying to connect with their audience. You really feel that everyone's there including the people on stage are there to share an experience together and it's it's phenomenal it's i don't really have words to put to it and it's just really fun that's like the best way i could describe it
0: yeah and i want to go into like the message that one of the messages that hit me the most and is the reason that we do this podcast to a certain degree is um one of the people in the group's name his stage name is Michi Darko and his message was about influence and how everyone has someone they look up to, whether it be, you know, a police officer or just someone in your life or a celebrity. But and no matter how much money someone has or anything that they have, they're never gonna be more influential than the you know, the group of people that was in that room because everyone in the world is going to make an impact. And I actually have that small little speech up on our Instagram, and I put up a lot of good pictures from the event, so definitely check that out. Uh, the six, 16 to 18 pictures, uh, the energy they bring was just incredible, man.
2: I just want to say on that topic, not that you'll ever hear this, Michi, but in point to what he was trying to say and his entire point, at one point during the show, he asked us in the crowd so many times with nobody understanding his message, he kept asking if we minded, if he shared s- his thoughts with us and everybody just kept yelling. Yeah. And everybody just kept yelling. Yeah. Because that's what they thought. That's what the, you, know, you just you keep yelling. Yeah. Everybody, he asked if we minded. So yeah, do you mind to the point that he got so frustrated that nobody was getting onto it that he literally was like, I'm just going to tell you guys anyway. I'm just going to say whatever. Like, nobody caught on <laughs> to Zach, rough.
0: you trying
1: to say something?
0: Yeah, and something I think that is um, interesting and that I like about their group. At the end of every show, they have, like, a little motto that they go out with, and uh, it's. I'm going to quote them exactly here. It's open your fucking mind. And it's not just in the sense of you know, pay attention to what's going on around you, but open yourself up to different ideas, culture, and things like that, and really experience everything around you to get a better total experience.
1: I had a really funny moment, I feel like. You ever have, like, a hold my beer moment? Any of you? (laughs) Yeah, where, like, you meet
0: meet some rando in the crowd, and you, like, Just help each other out of solidarity.
2: Hold my bear moment was Ben going right into the like right (laughs) yeah basically
1: I had to get out because I was starting to get real dehydrated and then Ben made a really good idea. It's like let's go over to the VIP section and grab a beer to get myself more dehydrated. And then I literally opened it up, had one sip, and my favorite song came up. I put it down and I sprinted into the pit.
2: Yeah, that was pretty entertaining.
0: (laughs) I want to point out one thing about them, too, that is not unique because part of rapping in general is all about the references that you make and the throwbacks to different artists who have done something great before you. But like the song Headstone, it was the single that they released from their album. It was one of the two singles. The other one was uh, You and I. And... It's all rap references. If you look that up on Rap Genius, you would be amazed at how many references there really are. From Zombie saying, meet me at the crossroads. Um, Meech talking about, like, hi, my name is. Uh, you know, Eric, the architect, he makes a reference. Um, oh, man, it's a movie. I can't, oh, Terradome, Terradome reference. And it's from, like, it's a Terror Squad reference. Like, it's just, it's unbelievable.
2: I get. Uh, I know this really has nothing to do with. Um, this has nothing to do with Flatbush songs themselves, but another song that came out recently, which I think we can all agree is fire, and everyone here knows is the Caterpillar. And the whole message, even behind that, you know, it took a lot of people before them to give them the liberty and the freedom to do what they're doing now with their music, and groups like Flatbush, they pay homage. And that's what it is, man. They, they they put all those references in because they're paying homage to all the people that got them to where they are and all the ones that influenced them along the way.
0: So I want to make a little bit of a rebuttal because Ryan said that they'll never hear this. But uh, I did tag all their Instagrams and social medias and a bunch of posts regarding the concert. So, like, you never know, man. Well, if, and if you guys are hearing this, you guys make killer music. Keep doing what you're doing.
2: But um, I want I, wanna, I want Juice to know I love. I wanna.
1: Juice is the man. He does. I know. loved he his
2: message know. so much. Dude, the, they all are, dude. That's the thing, man. I, I, I connect with Juice the most, but I can't tell you how much more respect and how much more of an understanding I have for for the architect here because I just want to like he he hit so many key things and he really stepped up and he really put it out there, man. He, that guy is an absolute genius.
0: All right, I want to move us on a little bit because we did just kind of take a big chunk of time on Flatbush. But it was well-deserved. We are going to see them again in June, but we're going to a memorial concert for an artist who passed away. Uh, His name is Capital Steve's. man was an absolute genius. I'm just throwing that out there because keep an eye out for those pictures soon. Um, I'll be taking a lot of them. We're actually going to New York for it. And I'm thinking about if trying to do some really nerdy meet-and-greets. Like if I get a chance to meet any of these artists, I'm going to ask them questions that are nerdy as hell. And if you guys have any that you would like me to ask, throw it on our Twitter and we will respond and write them all in.
2: Speaking of nerds and you know, these guys and everything else, shout out to uh Kirk. Shout out to Nick Caution. Shout out to everybody that we saw that night. And... Even Nick Caution, man, throwing out all the references, like the Fortnite freestyle and everything else, like which is also, I believe, in the show notes. Thank you, Zach. I, I, like, seriously, I mean, it just shows you, again, how much nerd culture kind of plays into everything. It doesn't matter what you enjoy. It kind of seeps into everything that you do. So I'm glad that it's getting the spotlight that it's getting now.
0: Well, and actually, it's funny that you just mentioned Nick Caution because I want to talk about a freestyle that he did before. And this is going to take us into our next topic um, Nick caution wrote a Fortnite freestyle and the whole song is nothing but Fortnite references. Um, I have a link for that already. Yeah, Ryan was set up about that. for the show notes and yeah, it's great. And like, the, like, for example, the first line of the song, it was, I was gone for two weeks. That's a <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, that I, sets you up. That was, that sets you up for a great time. Like it really does. And it, in the words of my friend, who um is a big Nick Caution fan as well, he said, "I don't play Fortnite, but that shit slaps."
2: <laughs> Dude, I again, the man again, Nick Caution, Kirk—they brought so much more. They brought a lot of energy to the stage. They really interacted, and that, it was an unbelievable show.
0: All right, wow. We did say, we did just say the big word that game that people are not playing. I mean, they're playing it a ton. Am I kidding?
2: Fortnite. Games. Oh no! It's been, it's of been Fortnite, fun. Boys, it's I been never, really fun. I did because I really wanted to get that skin that was on sale one? today. The, now it's probably swapped the, it
1: over. Uh, monster one. Damn.
2: Oh. Yeah, I never even got to see it. <laughs> oh, it's been. We a can day. play after this. Wow dude i lost my chance it's too late the monsters
0: yeah keep an eye out too because we've been streaming a lot like (laughs) i know every night that i've been playing games i've been putting my stream up i know ben's been doing the same uh even after this i mean you know by the time you hear this we might not be playing but hey um you know you can catch us on there at this point i think we should just put our gamer tags in there i'm okay with that wants to play games with us what do you guys think?
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think uh it's the game's growing on me. It's a lot more there's a lot more to it than I ever thought there was, I will say that. I'm I am uh very happy and glad to say I was wrong with my initial impression of the game.
0: I'm actually pretty happy to say hear you say that because I know you are a big PUBG player. Um I don't really want to compare them because even though they are battle royales, I think there's a lot of differences in them. But I'll just say that Fortnite has done a really good job of keeping it fresh, keeping it fun. Season 4 superhero theme, if you don't know, uh, is great. The only problem I have with Fortnite, and this is more of like, and I'm not going to get into it too high. I'm going to save it for the video game episode we're planning on doing. But like, it's still early access, and they made $200 million. Like,
1: hurry up, release the damn game. I just don't understand it.
0: Yeah, like, I bought a Founders pack, and I don't know. I, I feel like I've gotten some of my money's worth, but I'm not sure.
2: I, you know what, though? I, well, I want to throw this out there because there are other games that have been in early access for years and years. And Fortnite being the most, pretty much the newest of that set of, uh, set <laughs> of guys in <clears throat> early access. And, yeah, I mean, shoot, exactly. DayZ... Uh, which I believe, I mean, is technically finished, or I don't know, I'm not quite sure. They did say they were, but they're putting out an expansion and all sorts of stuff. Either way, it's a great game. I just want to say that. But I think Fortnite, out of all these early access games, responds the fastest and is very fast about getting updates and fixing bugs and fixing problems. They do actually listen to their community and they tend to... Play around it, which is really smart from a business point of view because that's how they're making all their money is feeding the community what they want, really. I just
1: want to say, I wrote down a couple things about Fortnite that I like and dislike, and this is is all all I'm going to put out there because I know we can talk about this for the next, like, two hours. Um, I hate shotguns. (laughs) I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, I'm also learning to play the game right now, and... It's proven to be kind of difficult, but I feel like I've improved a lot in the last like couple of weeks I've been playing. At first, I thought the PC controls are going to be better. I actually like building more on a controller, but I like shooting more on the PC because I have more control. But speaking of that, Build-A-Pro will make your life great. Make sure you put that shit on and use it. And my last thing is... Learning to not be nervous is really hard because nervousness is what makes you choke.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that the aggressive method that you see a lot of successful people who play the game uh, tends to be the best because of that reasoning. A couple tips to deal with that, I think, are become familiar with building. If you're not right now and you're still learning, Drop in with your friends, ask to go into a a, a bad area, you know, a quiet area for the most part, or what you think is quiet, and just practice, like practice your one-by-ones and your ramps. It's really good to have that down. Um, Also, I think keeping your weapons in the same slot or same general slots is very important. For example, I keep my shotgun in in the middle of my two most used weapons, and I always know where it is. That way, when it comes to a panic situation, I can just pull it out and be ready. But they are bullshit, them. you right.
2: I think uh, as far as that's concerned, as far as uh, taking advantage of the auto run. If we're, we're going to throw a few tips, I might as well throw out a few tips. Uh, if you're going to take advantage of that, take advantage of the auto run and set up your guns while you're running. Yeah. I always keep my shotgun first and foremost, the very first slot, just because if I'm ever building or anything, in any kind of a fight, When you're building against somebody, you're always going to end up pretty close to each other. The first thing you want is your shotgun when you're pulling it out. Um, Same thing, find a spot. I learned a lot of tips and tricks just from watching a couple of YouTube videos real quick. And I switched over to Builder Pro after 30 minutes of just by myself and two games, just cutting down trees and building by myself in a corner of a map. I I, I could never switch back. Builder Pro is definitely the way to go. So
1: one thing I wanted to add on to all this is the biggest thing... That you can do to help yourself is be confident. If you're confident, you won't feel as stressed or caught off guard because you're like, "I can handle this. I can do it." And you you might die. It's gonna happen. And that's the fun part about the game is you can jump into a game immediately afterwards. But I actually wanted to talk about something because you mentioned watching streamers, and this is something that I've been doing is I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. And for me personally, the best thing that's helped me improve is watching Overwatch League and watching pro players play. And in the last two seasons, I've gone from silver and I'm just about to hit diamond. So I'm pretty impressed with myself.
0: Yeah, and going back to like the confidence in gaming, you you can really apply this to any game you play. you don't have to be the best at something to be good at it, and the littlest, the littlest mechanics in most games seem to make the biggest difference. But as far as like confidence and risk go, like if you've played Fortnite, you know what the impulse grenades are. These guys know. I've been going out of my way to practice with those because they throw people off guard and they're an interesting, um, like weapon to use. Also, shout out to the Boston Overwatch team. They've been really picking it up and killing it, and it's
1: good to um, see that they're representing us pretty well. Talking about confidence real quick, and this is something that I don't do personally, but take this piece of advice from a person who doesn't practice it. Be confident in yourself at all times, no matter what it is, whether it's a job interview, whether you're going on your first, a date with somebody, whatever it is, meeting new friends, Networking. Be confident because that confidence rubs off, and other people will see it, and they'll want to be around you.
2: Zombie juice. I think you yep, said it the that. best. Love yourself.
0: And I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna play off of that, Eric the Architect. Eric the Architect. Being trapped. The word trapped. Being That's stuck right. with, being stuck within, like within yourself. Break free of the things that hold you back. Do something that scares you a little bit uh, on a daily basis, something that makes you uncomfortable. And next time you're presented with which, a situation, you'll be ready like,
1: for it. Um, which Try, I want to go back to Overwatch real quick because I want to take that statement you just made. Um, one thing I've learned, and we've talked about this in, I think, a couple episodes about toxicity and like, you know, blaming other people for mistakes. One thing that I've learned from Overwatch is. The common denominator in any game you play is you. If you are consistently losing, you need to stop and take a look at what you're doing wrong. Because you're always a factor in every game you play. Always watch your games if you can. Go back and look at your mistakes. Learn from them. Step out of your comfort zone and correct yourself.
0: Yeah, self-improvement in gaming, and we didn't even intend to really get into this, but I'm glad we did, uh, is very important because, like Ben said, you are the one constant, and if you know that you're constantly striving to do better, and you are getting better, in the long run, you're going to just do better, and you're hopefully going to get surrounded by people who feel the same way, and I mean, I know that's what motivates us, that's what gets us here recording every time, is that we all want to help each other out and push each other further.
2: I think Ben said it the best, uh, even with D&D and the way we play games. You know, you get what you put into it. And as far as his comment, you know, on the one constant, I think that's the biggest hurdle for anybody. And it's easier to put blame on other people when really you're angry at yourself. So the sooner that you can accept and look at a situation and get past your mistake, the faster you're going to get past making that mistake and move on and become a better player whatever you're doing. It doesn't matter what you're doing whether it's playing a game or anything in life, the sooner that you can look at your own things that you're, that you're doing and really analyze yourself and what's going on, the better you're going to be off.
0: And going back to what you just said, Rye, about, you know, even like D and D and the way we play games. Like I do want to talk about our D and D game a little bit. Um, you know, when when I play D and D, I'm not playing myself. I'm playing a character and I use that as a way to help me work through issues that I have, but regardless, you know, don't ever feel like you have to be someone else. Because at the end of the day, all you got is you, and not in you know, like the lone sense. But if you're happy with yourself, then you'll be happy. But Ben, why are you messing me up with your game, man?
1: Are you messing also, me up? How so? How how exactly am I messing you up emotionally?
0: Okay, so I'm not going go to go get into everything because it would be a shame to not explain at all or to let you guys see like the let's play of it. But Ben has written an amazing game. Like we've been playing for yeah three
1: years deep. At
0: this point, what three years now? And yeah, we're three years in, and it's not a storyline that's been one continuous. It's been into shards of three pieces. So we've played three sets of characters now, that are all of them have been become important. Even though they were all from different eras in the same world, but um, man, dude, we're stressing. Characters got a lot to think about right now. And Avi, I don't know if he can handle it. A.V.,
1: baby, can't handle it. He's trying. It.
0: I mean, you <laughs> saw how he did in that boss fight, baby. He's 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 killing it. That's all I'm saying.
2: All I know is I took a giant head. Well, you get and put you it on get my three belt. giant heads. And... Yeah, you did,
0: Mim. Kratos has got nothing hey, on that. You Mac. haven't said whether or not uh, I'm going to get the other two yet. Bad. Don't spoil
2: it. <laughs> we are carrying. We are carrying. <laughs> it. No, I'm actually excited now. Now I know I get some more tonight.
0: Just, just throwing <laughs> it out there. You know, like the items in 13th Age, the, the head swinging on the belt, just every now, it just reminds me of Mim, uh, Mimir from uh, God of War, which.
2: Yeah. I'm fantastic.
0: Down. Can we just talk about that for a second?
2: Oh, God. Got it. <coughs> here it comes. We're not going
0: to hit you with spoilers, but Ryan, you haven't played it yet, and you're literally doing yourself a disservice here.
2: I am. Yeah, I got to say, I, I, I go back to the trapped thing. This is a different kind of trap I've fallen into. Sometimes I'm a little too competitive with games, and because of that, I've taken my my love of games and and really focused in on just online competitive community type games, even MMOs like. I've really taken away. I I was the biggest fan of RPGs and everything else, so I really got to get back to that love of. uh, I got to get away from that, man. I got to. I got to feel free of cutting that cord of always needing to be around people and playing with people. I need to be able to just play a good game and hear a story every now and then.
0: Well, I think part of that is the consumer culture of video games right now, and I won't. I don't want to get too into this, but let's. God of War was very refreshing for me, and. I haven't finished it yet, and I'm getting there. But in general, uh, it's a well-made game. It feels like you know back in the day, but it still has its own identity. In general, I think God of War. If any game was going to get me back into that solo experience, that it's this. The other thing I
1: like about it is like it's not. It doesn't feel like everything else that's out there right now. You literally, literally. <laughs> you literally stole the words from my mouth. It's. It was a really nice, uh, fresh breath of air for me um it's very different from all the games that are coming out because you get all the battle royales you get all the roguelikes um and we're also in like a, a new game video game drought if that makes sense what i'm saying um, but i absolutely love the game i beat it um, i give it a 10 out of 10 i definitely recommend it if you aren't playing it you're doing yourself a disservice You need to go out and buy it and watch and play the hell out of it. Um, The ending is fantastic and you will love it. I am sure. Uh, Speaking of that, uh, a couple of buddies of mine from work invited me onto their podcast. It's called the tangent podcast, or you can find them on YouTube uh, under PXL PTS as pixel points. Uh, We did a spoiler cast where we spoiled the whole thing and we start from the end. So if you've beat it already, Feel free to go check them out. We'll have their links in the uh, description Um, and check it out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's so well done and it's offered a lot of gameplay for me. I've played it for quite a bit of time and at this point I'm fully satisfied. If my PlayStation broke tomorrow... I would be ashamed that I did not get to finish that game.
1: Don't you Don't you have some books you've been uh, reading there? Well. Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: All right. So, actually, I almost forgot about those. So, all right. I'm a big book nerd. Um, before I moved into the place I live now, I donated about 300 books to my high school and middle school. And I had to get rid of a bunch. Um, but... Regardless, the books that I've been getting into lately are on the fantasy theme. I'm currently writing my own D&D campaign for the boys here to play and a couple of our other friends, and we want to do a live stream of it. It's going to be my first time DMing, writing a story, all of that. And the books I've been reading in general are all fantasy. But the series that I've just pulled my way through about six or seven books of is two series put together, the prequel of the main character, as a child, which is called The Cycle of Aram. Uh, it's a three or a one. It's a three book series that you can always get as like a set or you can get it on um, Audible for it's all three. You get all three books in one purchase for one credit. Also, it has, you know, three or four other books and I'm not going to lie, man. It's fantastic. Uh, the Very like thematically heavy on light versus dark. Uh, the magic in the, the books themselves is Known as Nethermancers, they wield shadow in a lot of different ways. And then there's also Ethermancers who wield ether, which is light, like the light of life. Whereas Nethermancers wield the shadows, which come from death, the death in all things. Um, and those themes are actually something I've been wanting to mess around with. And they're something I want to incorporate into my game. So I found them pretty influential. The writing's pretty good. It's not the best I've ever like, read Uh, It definitely isn't the worst, and it's not like corny, which I think is important. Um, There's one character, though, who's incredibly sarcastic, and his wit is everything at this point. And his name is Blaze Buckler, and when you meet him, you will be friends. I
1: have been reading some things, too. Um, One book that I finished was... Something I kind of did on a whim, like all of a sudden wanted to listen to Macbeth again, and I actually found a novelization of Macbeth. So it's not in a play format, and they kind of focus on making Macbeth a tragic uh, character, which was really fun. Um, So that was pretty good. And then uh, the other one I'm reading, if you have already seen Altered Carbon on Netflix, do yourself a favor and go read the book. 'Cause the book is so much better. It's fantastic. And the Netflix series did a good job, I will admit. They it they did a really good job portraying the characters and the environment that is around them. There's just some, as with all books to TV shows and movies, you're missing some details that make it more interesting.
0: Well, I think the biggest thing about like a book to a TV Kind of rendition is um, when you read a book settings, bigger and scarier based on certain descriptive words that are used or the emotion of the page or paragraph. Uh, but when you watch something on TV, you're kind of perceiving what you see. And if they don't nail it, it won't be good. So I'm glad to hear that it's actually been a really good experience for you in both aspects. I still haven't watched it, so I'm very far behind.
1: That. Watch it. It's so good. I mean, I have just got sucked into the Badlands, like I mentioned earlier. Oh, that's fair. I'm almost done with the second season. I guess the third season's already airing right now on AMC, but I'm not going to watch it <laughs> until well, Netflix yeah, time. That's fair.
0: Yeah, it's really good. I mean, just we've been getting down to a lot of stuff lately, and I'm happy that we finally got to talk about some of it. Um, and I'm not sure if we really have anything else to talk about at this point. Sorry for the short episode, everybody. But we do have one more thing that we definitely need to talk about. And that is the giveaway that we mentioned in our anime episode.
1: We're going to be giving away a complete series of Chrono Crusade. Um, The contest will start today on the 23rd of July. We will do it for about, I want to say, two weeks and basically, what you all you have to do is you go on Twitter, you give the hashtag, uh, hashtag NM, and we will, I don't know, post something cool about an anime you like, a picture or something, and uh, we'll pick one randomly and see who wins, and then we'll send it to you. So, pretty easy. easy. We'll be checking back in, we'll post it on Twitter, actually. Today's the twenty third, so two weeks to be the sixth of August. That's when we will complete the contest.
0: Otherwise than that, I think are we good, fellas?
2: Yeah, I think okay. I just uh, one last thing I'd like to throw out there is this is something that we are uh, we're we're getting pretty passionate about, and we're really working on a lot. So if you guys have any comments, anything, any feedback at all, positive, negative, doesn't matter. It all helps. Just I uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. So anything you guys have to say, please get on uh, Discord and let us know.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: and oh. with that, like, Discord, you know, we're always on there, and we're always playing games. We have a good community, a lot of good friends that we've made who are helping run our Discord channel. Um, we have a link for it in the show notes. Get in there and play some games
1: with us. The biggest thing, too, is that, like, we – I think that we – are trying to do is build a community of people that are willing to share and talk about games and nerdy stuff. And as Ryan said, it doesn't matter what it is. As long as you're a nerd about it, we're cool. We want to hear it. We want to see what you're passionate about. So, you know, check us out on Twitter, check us out on Instagram, go to Facebook. You know, we got streams. Um, what else am I missing here? Well, we have streams. We're on
0: Instagram. Uh, we have Twitter. We're on our discord server quite a lot uh otherwise than that i mean we're working on our facebook page a little bit we have a website in the works which should be out up in a couple months so there's a lot going on and we're really trying to bring you guys a lot of content in a lot of different ways uh if you guys have any suggestions let us know we're planning on doing a let's play in the next couple of months and i'm really looking forward to that
2: yeah i think uh we should throw up all our gamer tags, throw up our PlayStation tags, our league accounts, everything basically. Yeah, you can make it accessible. You, so, if you guys want to play with us on a, anything, any game, any platform, just let us know and uh, let's get out there and get some stuff this, going. It's a nerd I was out to say,
1: you know, why don't we just before we say bye, just say our name with our gamer tag and then put the actual typing yeah. at the bottom?
2: So, yeah, yeah, it sounds good.
0: With that, then. Signing off is your Nerd Mantle podcast. My name is Zach. You can find me on PlayStation at Insomniac Samurai.
1: I am Ben, and you can find me as ballamast on pretty much anything.
2: <laughs> I'm Ryan. Uh, you can find me on PlayStation at S Center 2, or you can find me on League as Mr. Puffington. And that's pretty much it, man. You see me on Discord as Shino, so I'll see you guys there.
0: And you can find all of us on Twitch, at the Nerd Mental team page. Be sure to check us out. Give us a like. Subscribe. Let us know what you think. And we will talk to you soon. Stay nerdy, friends.
2: Alright, guys. Good job.
0: Yeah, good job, dude. Hey, boys. We're gonna kill some people with some bullshit shotguns. <laughs> I mean, you know we know can know try. The music is by Kevin I, think
1: Steve, we... um, I think we always need to go for the jokes. <laughs>